0: Florida's Parental Rights in Education Law, or the Don't Say Gay Law, combines shitty education policy with the presidential aspirations of Governor Ron DeSantis, a man who once heard that the state's schoolchildren had a box lunch, misunderstood what that meant, and immediately got pissed. This is Dumb People With Terrible Ideas. I'm your host, Eric Gray. Take a look around me, I'm sure you'll agree. Florida's the best of the land of the free. With all of the good life right here at our door. I'm Florida, need I say more? I'm Florida, need I say more? Don't Say Gay law bans any instruction on sexual orientation or gender identity in kindergarten through third grade, and instruction must be developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state standards in other grades. It allows parents to sue if this law isn't followed, even though there aren't any state standards written about this because They passed the law without writing the standards. And because teachers aren't explaining the intricacies of power bottoms to school children, it shouldn't be a problem. But it gets trickier than a porcupine honeymoon when you consider that the only first graders asking, why do I have two mommies? are ones that, well, maybe have some very distinct and personal, non-traditional circumstances that may require a rudimentary explanation. Which is when school teachers normally say, I'm not being paid enough for this shit, and kick the kid up to the school counselor and the principal to handle. Who, in their wisdom, nope the fuck out of that discussion as well and get mom and dad on the horn. If there's no community control of the schools, uh, what we have is um, kids being not only indoctrinated but, but groomed uh, in a very real sense by people who are, whether they know it or not, sexual predators. That's playwright and director David Mamet. A man with the charm of the Edward suit in Men in Black, saying that teachers are sexual predators even if they don't know it yet. Which must be very embarrassing for David Mamet's mother, who was a school teacher. And there's no lack of fellow humans like this David guy who are eager to sue a school for a Valentine's Day dance like Ron DeSantis, Florida's doe-eyed governor, a man with the good looks to get the sorority girl's number, but preferred the roofie method because it's easier. Future presidential candidate Ron DeSantis has been as persistent as a spam call about your car's extended warranty in preventing teachers from teaching gay. His approval ratings keep getting higher and higher as he continues to prevent things from happening that aren't happening to begin with governor, $100 haircut, pushed this gibberish bill like a future pres idiot, fishing for support from the bigoted fringe of the meth-addled titty club haven. KKK Klansmen. if it moves, you can hunt it, shoot it, or fuck it, Sunshine State. His spokesperson stated that the legislation was not a don't say gay law, but an anti-grooming law, like that idiot playwright earlier, suggesting that teachers are somehow grooming kids to be gay, plying first graders with promises of Louboutin shoes and a stay over at Elton John's house in futile hopes to convince them to tongue kiss their same sex classmates. If I were a school teacher, I'd be furious absolutely livid that the governor is becoming a more popular politician by being particularly prickish to public educators. Because if his skill set toward being the leader of the free world consists solely of proposing solutions to problems that don't exist, we may as well vote in any snake oil salesman, any charlatan, that tries to sell you a garage door when you don't own a garage, or a car, or a house. This has always been the problem with education, is that teachers are uh, inclined, particularly men, because men are predators, to uh, pedophilia. That's David Mamet again. Damn it, Mamet, you peaked with the Coffee is for Closers speech. <clears throat> Let's talk about being gay while being young. It is estimated that 7% of kids identify with being gay, even though they don't know exactly what that means because they're too young. It's also estimated that these kids wind up being about 40% of the homeless population once they hit puberty. So there's a tremendous need to try to solve some of these problems. Homelessness, loneliness, and uh, an inability to fit in. All the things that can happen to a young fella who suddenly gets a tingly bird when he sees The Rock on TV, but doesn't yet understand why. Public education is not built, nor meant to solve this issue. And while public education can't solve it, it certainly doesn't encourage it either. There are zero teachers trying to get Timmy to skip T-ball practice to start a friends with benefits relationship with the male second grade spelling bee champ. Over the weekend, Governor DeSantis's press secretary tweeted this. The bill that liberals inaccurately call Don't Say Gay would be more accurately described as anti-grooming bill. I asked. Christina Pushaw directly if she was speaking for DeSantis. She said the governor has never referred to the bill as anti-grooming, and that was her personal tweet. Let's go back to Governor DeSantis, a man who looks like the cool youth pastor that had to move away because the teenage girls kept getting pregnant. And his spokesperson, a woman named Christina Pushaw or something. Miss Pushaw makes $120,000 a year in this job, her first job in American government. Prior to this, she worked for the Koch brothers, the preeminent Republican donors in the United States, and before that, worked for the former president of the country of Georgia, a guy that was convicted of covering up the beating of another politician and the murder of a banker. So Ms. Pouchaw has a history of hanging out with dumb people with terrible ideas. Yet after tumbling headfirst off the back of an Eastern European chicken gut truck, somehow she climbed the ladder into Florida state government. Again, her first job in American government, solely by siding with powerful people like Ron DeSantis, people who shit on gays, blacks, teachers, kids, and women while giving a fiercely feverish five finger frank wank to things like fascism, fear, firearms, and the founding fathers. She's building a roaring, searing hot political career by throwing flammable children into the flames. And by calling things like this an anti-grooming law, she makes it appear that teachers are tempting preteens to get their freak on Greek style with their same sex classmates, all in hopes of becoming one day employee of the month in the governor's office. And that's the lesson that her boss, Governor Ron DeSantis learned long ago. If you're outrageous, and say false things and convince 51% of the people that you are instead truthful and virtuous. You can push bullshit ideas all day. After taking 30 years of just wanting to make him, him and my mom proud, I never knew that living my truth would, uh, would cause church members to leave my dad's church or friends to stop talking to me. Senator Jones... Your dad is very proud of you. Chevron Jones, the first openly gay Florida State Senator, was sworn into office in 2020. Senator Jones has expressed sadness and frustration with this bill, as his arrival in the Senate is part of the driving force towards the law existing in the first place. But here's the sticky wicket, the rub, the swivel necked whack-a-mole downside of this whole thing that guarantees it will fail, and that Florida is going to hate this shit in a couple years. The legislation doesn't mention gay at all, which frankly is one of the main arguments used by supporters of the law. When this dog shit bill was being pushed through the legal system like a Cadillac through the birth canal of a cat, Governor Demand Tits reminded us that the bill didn't say gay anywhere. Does it say that in the bill? Does it say that in the bill? I'm asking you to tell me what's in the bill because you are pushing false narratives. Yeah, so this law, well, it counts for straight teachers, too. So while the law prohibits any instruction, and I mean any instruction on gender identity or sexual orientation, that counts for heterosexuals, too. You know, gay teachers who are respected leaders in their schools and systems, they exist and these people have lives outside of school and suddenly there's a chilling effect where if a gay teacher mentions their spouse they could be sued but the law doesn't apply to only gay folks it applies to everyone so what if any florida teacher that mentions their spouse regardless of sex is suddenly sued The law says any, any discussion of any gender identity or sexual orientation. This brilliant bumblefuck bullshit bill was passed into law to screw the banana hammock wearing social studies teacher in South Beach. But what if these folks start suing because principal dipshit mentioned his lovely wife? And while it's completely innocuous and completely innocent, suddenly lawsuits start dropping because principal dipshit, when mentioning his lovely wife, was suddenly accused of violating the any discussion clause. Because it's any discussion. And if gay parents in Florida put down their Williams-Sonoma catalog long enough to realize that they can sue, too, under this law. Well, we're gonna be waist deep in lawsuits, legislation, and legalese quicker than a moving van rental after a successful lesbian first date. Gender identity. It's discussed in classrooms when we refer to the boys' bathroom or the girls' bathroom. It's mentioned when we talk about a dad or a mom, or when we have a Miss Smith that teaches English, and a Mr. Jones that teaches math. It's an assault on education, sure, and it's detrimental to kids, sure, but since sexuality isn't discussed in the classroom, it's normally not an issue. But when the law is passed to be so vague as to include gender identity or sexual orientation, it certainly puts every teacher, every educator, in a moral dilemma of risking their job or perhaps ruining a young girl's life just because little sixth grade Susie got her first period and she believes she's dying from internal bleeding and the teacher can't talk to her about it, because that teacher might be sued. That's what we do as educators. We build relationships with our kids. And in order to build relationships, you talk about your home life. You talk about what you do on the weekends. That's building community. I. It scares me to death that I am not going to be able to have these conversations with my children because they're going to ask me what I did on the weekend. I don't want to have to hide that my partner and I went paddle boarding this weekend because yeah. then they ask, well, what does partner mean, Mr. Bernard? And you know, I, I'm worried. Can I tell them what it means? I'm also worried for my kids. I have a little girl uh, this year who has two moms, and the kids are curious about her two moms. They want to know about her two moms. You know, if they come to, if they go to her and ask her about her two moms, and she doesn't know what to say, they're going to come to me. And this is the greatest snub of all, since it appears to have helped the governor of Florida's popularity. Fellow states like Georgia, Texas. Iowa and Tennessee have proposed similar laws. Oklahoma is trying to ban books in public libraries. Idaho is proposing to send parents to prison for life if they agree to gender affirming health care, which I don't even know exactly what that means, but it doesn't sound like a life prison sentence, does it? And what this law does is empower parents to sue gay teachers or straight teachers school librarians who have a Heather has two mommies book, or the gym teacher that has separate boy and girl locker rooms. It's just an enormous tar pit of legal minefields to dodge when prior to this stupid law, the system worked just okay without it it's another installment of America's favorite reality program, slam dunking on marginalized communities. The Florida version, where we watch political hacks promote homophobia and fear-mongering to raw dog votes from their constituents who loudly yell, get thee away from me, Satan, every time Ellen DeGeneres comes on the TV at Applebee's. Which isn't exactly being love thy neighbor, but hey, We're pretty far from the red words in the Bible at this point. It's easy to pick on gay folks to score political points because they only make up 15% of the population and half of them can't defend themselves because they're terrified of coming out. And it's easy to pick on teachers because they're accustomed to walking on eggshells for the privilege of a $40,000 squirt from the government's teats every year. But when jackasses who thought that the birdcage was a horror movie start passing laws, they should be aware of another law, the law of unintended consequences. The only law that remains undefeated in courts, and the only law consistently underestimated by dumb people with terrible ideas. And yes, I'm duly aware that there wasn't any discussion of the dueling dogfight between Disney and DeSantis due to the duration limitation that I self-impose upon my pros to damn near deliver delightful discussion in less than 20 minutes. That might be a future show. I don't know. Let's see how it goes. (coughs) Oopsie daisy, you did it again. Season two, episode seven on Florida's Don't Say Gay Law has concluded. Had a good time, partner. How about you? This podcast is produced and performed by Eric Gray, co-written by TJ Small. TJ is a funny guy. Check the show notes and you can hire TJ yourself on Fiverr. Hey, if you need more content, more DPWTI. Check out the website. Get on the mailing list at EricExplains.com. That's EricExplains.com. Thanks and see ya soon.